Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you were shaking his hand and I came over to you and I saw you shaking his hand, I didn't know who he was. And then I looked up and he's, he's actually quite tall. You came over my shoulder. You said, who's that? <laughs> I told him to turn around to you and whisper, I said, it's fucking Ross Braun. <laughs> so I went, oh, you're right, Ross, nice to meet you. Shook his hand, he was so smiley, wasn't he? Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast with your hosts, Jake and Feb. In today's episode, guys, we have just watched Monza, the historic race of Monza. Max Verstappen has done it once again. He has absolutely blown everyone away. We all know how good he is, but starting seventh and uh, what was it? Like two laps? He was like third. Absolutely flew. Lando got a really bad start. Verstappen just flew around him. We both made notes today. So not only are you getting Fab's notebook, you're also getting <gasps> Jake's, Jake's notebook. notebook. Yeah. So we'll have to see what, what notes we've got to have a little race chat. Warning, warning, warning. This oh. is an audio only episode. Oh, yeah. It's Attention, audio only. Audio only. Oh, Guys, yeah, we... if you want to hear this full podcast, you, you're only going to hear it here on Spotify, Apple Music. Amazon, everywhere else. It's not going on YouTube. Whenever we do these, it's nice to set the scene. So let's set the scene. Like, we've just had a guest round, which will be a, a bonus episode. It's going to be a great one. Um, so we're both pretty tired. So we just turn the lights off. It gets really hot in our lounge. Don't want to film it. Fab's on the sofa that we usually sit on together. And I'm on the sofa the guest is on. He's got a blanket on. I've got a blanket on. Got his I'm phone proper out, lying ready, back. Full of notes. I'm not holding the mic. I'm using the mic stand. So yeah, I've got it right stand. in front of me. Fab's mic is lying on his chest. Do you reckon it will pick up the vibrations from my chest? Probably in your heartbeat when we start speaking about such exciting things. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be racing. Like this. This is really exciting. Give me a heartbeat. This is proper exciting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Max Verstappen <laughs> will be crowned a two-time world champion if in Singapore in the next race on October 2nd, Leclerc doesn't finish above 8th. And Sergio Perez doesn't finish above fourth and he wins and gets fastest lap. So we could have a double world champion coming our way at the next race. That's how early he can win it. Singapore. Yeah. They were thinking maybe Japan. Yeah, that's what they thought. Singapore is really early, man. 
He had a great race today, I must admit. It was uh, it was absolutely on fire. Just pulling my notes up now. Nick DeVries, driver of the day, pulled into the, uh, the pits after he came, I believe, eighth? Have you got the standings there? No. Nope. It was eighth or ninth. I'll pull him up. And the first thing he said was, my shoulders are dead. Oh, yeah. What? That was so <laughs> funny, man. I rate that so much. It must be fucking different because I know Formula E, they don't do as many laps. Finished ninth. Nick DeVries ninth. Finished ninth. Started eighth. So an amazing drive because all the all you got to think so many drivers are at the back of the grid working their way through. Debut race, points on his first race. Yeah, same as Granu Joe. Impeccable, yeah. So And they were having a good battle. Him yeah. and Joe were having a good battle for a while. Joe was really going at him for a bit, but he just couldn't get him. Which I, I really I was, Mate, I was surprised that DeVries was staying in the DRS of the guy in front. I don't know who, who was in front. It was Gasly, wasn't it? Yeah, he had race. Gasly. He had Hamilton in front of him. Stayed in his DRS the whole time. The Williams just wasn't fast enough. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal performance from uh, our driver of the day, Nick DeVries. I found it really interesting at Monza that they didn't get the DRS they normally would have got. I don't know if anyone else picked on that, but they had slimmer rear wings. They do that because they can't reach, like we spoke about in the last episode, they don't get to the maximum speed here. So they focus more on the turns that are in Monza by doing a thinner rear wing. So the DRS wasn't an extra 10 km per, an app per you know, mile. I love it when you go oh, on these no, runs like pure so fast. To be and then it falls once. apart. <laughs> I was so close. Usually you get 10 kilometers advantage if you're driving around the car. And it was four. But it was, no, it was four miles an hour, which is six kilometers an hour. So yeah, it was stick it your bike. It was four miles it. an hour. Why would they change? It's lowered. It's lowered this. Usually it's 10 km. They'd get this week. They only got 6 km. I thought they said it was 4 km. Miles per hour is 6 km. I did the conversions. Thank you very oh. much. But I thought I heard them say 4 on. Okay, let's just skip around that. I don't know. <laughs> four it doesn't matter anyway. On does live it? on the TV. Within Why five would they laps. change the metric system halfway <laughs> through a broadcast? Woo! Within five laps, <laughs> Max Verstappen was second, which is very impressive. He had a five place grid penalty because of power unit pieces. That he took. Lando Norris's start was a shame, as you said. Yeah. But one thing that I was probably most impressed by the whole race, and this guy really would have got driver of the day if it hadn't have been for Nick DeVries. I mean, he deserved it. All right, it. I don't know who you're going to say. So let's say the same driver. Let's go three, two, one and say, because I have no idea who you're going to say, because I've got someone as well. Okay, but there was someone who was like really stand out and good. So if you're not the same as me, <laughs> then I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you ready? Three, two, one. Carlos signs. Yeah, Carlos yeah. Sainz, bro. Sainz absolutely chipping through the grid. Started 18th, and by lap 10, he was 7th. Yeah, he absolutely flew. Just another phenomenal drive. I didn't know the Ferrari was actually that quick. <laughs> I suppose I, when they're battling the Red Bulls down the front, the Ferraris actually look quite slow, but compared to every other car on that grid, they're, they're zooming. So do you know what I did on Jake's notebook? I actually wrote a note here, but I almost wrote how I wanted to talk about it, because at the time I was thinking something in my head. And I wrote, it's amazing to watch Sainz and Perez actually race because like they were at the back of the grid. They were fighting each other, but they were also coming through the field. So I wrote, it's amazing to watch Sainz and Perez race each other because these guys are like the best, but because they're usually at the front, you yeah. don't usually see how good they are. They don't do as many overtakes. Like there's not as many crazy midfield racing moments. Yeah, true. But then the second that they drop back like that and you have to watch them come through the field, you realize how good they really are. Like it's kind of easy to get lost with the guys at the front. Mate, same with like Verstappen. Like, it's yeah, just, like the way mad. he flies through the field that quick is absolutely ridiculous. Like bro. after like, it was like lap one, right? And he was already just, he was so far ahead. Mate, on the first corner, he took two cars. <laughs> 
<laughs> Red Bull. The Red Bull was unreal. It, yeah, Red Bull were actually so quick with their pit stops at one point that yeah. Perez's brakes set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I swear, it was so fucking quick. The tyre came out already with smoke the on. The tyre came out on fire. That, that must have been Callum and the, and the Red Bull boys absolutely <laughs> smashing it once again. And he, got, and he finished the race. How, have they, how yeah. did they manage that? You I don't see know. fire and you didn't Mate, the, the Red Bull pit crew really are fucking smashing it at the minute. They're, they're just so quick. Like I think we were watching the Ferrari times, and I think Leclerc got a two. To be fair, Ferrari pits and strategies were good today. The pits were good for Ferrari. Leclerc today. got a two point six, I think, and Red Bulls were like two point one. Yeah, I saw Ferrari get a two point three, but I know Red Bull are usually so much are so so much quicker than the others. I've got signs flew down the pack, and he was seventh by lap ten. That is so quick. That is quick. Vettel, Vettel out of the race, lap tw uh, 12. Yeah, that was a shame. Completely lost engine power. Lap 12. Sainz finished fourth. That's insane. Let's quick reminder. Verstappen won. Leclerc came second. Russell came third. Sainz came fourth. Hamilton fifth. Perez sixth. Norris seventh. Sainz fourth. Yeah, Sainz fourth. Um, shame for Danny Rick, isn't it, really? Big I shame. I mean, he started fourth and then he DNF. Just quickly, on that signs thing, mate, he was fourth by lap 14. So for the rest of the race, he stayed in that position. And he, well, he actually had to come back through the field, didn't he? Because he started on a different strategy. So he had to pit yeah, again. Pitted, yeah. The pit strategies today were really like interesting to watch because Verstappen stayed out straight away on the hards, didn't he? And he got, no, sorry, Verstappen on softs got 25 laps out of them. Bang. Yeah, Leclerc pitted early on the soft. When so it was like lap four, lap, lap something or other. At 14. the Dutch Grand Prix, they were saying like lap 12 is, is going to be the end of the softs live. And here they've managed to get 25 laps out of softs. I don't know what it is, mate. It must just be Verstappen is absolutely unreal looking after his tyres. Yeah, I, I did. Well, what I did love is um, when they did that radio thing where, because when Verstappen was coming through the field, because he got through to fifth really early on, Red Bull radioed into Verstappen and said, right, let's chill for a bit. Even though he was behind the rest of the pack, this was on like lap two. They just said, charge the batteries back up. Oh yeah. And then they said, and then go, go, go on the attack. It. And then, then and go on the fucking so hunt. So for like two, for like a couple of laps or whatever, he did a little bit, he didn't do anything. And then bang. Explosion. It's just almost like he works like a robot. Pure speed and pure power. It is pure speed, pure power. Precision. <laughs> power precision. Threading a needle at 1,000 miles an hour. I've got an interesting note here. I wrote Ferrari double stack lap 12. Okay, now I don't know about everyone else, but when Ferrari called a double stack on lap 12, I was thinking, oh, no. I love a double stack. <laughs> like, this, do you? Don't you love a double stack? I love a double decker. Like, I'm a no, big fan like, of no, a double like when decker. you go to Wend like the double baconator from Wendy's. Mm. Two burgers on top of each other, double <laughs> stack. <laughs> to be fair, I never turned out a burger. I was shitting myself. Um... Leclerc said it might be tight, but be the best solution. And he came out third and went medium tyres to the end. But interestingly... Go on. This was really interesting that I took a note as well. Go on. Did you notice how Ferrari always asked the drivers what strategy they want to do? Yeah, they're always asking Leclerc. But then when they radioed Red Bull, it was literally like Verstappen on the mic. And Verstappen was like... They were just telling him what they're doing. Instead yeah. of being like, do you fancy plenty? Yeah, Ferrari, like they, I don't know. It's they've been talking about it for the last couple of races. They've, they've been doing it a lot. I don't, I don't understand why they're not sure. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean that's their job. Like the Claire's job is to drive. I know he gets, he can obviously feel the tires. He knows what it's feeling like on track. But I mean, sure, like, they shouldn't be saying, "Do you want to go with Plan B or do you want to like?" Yeah, this is a guy that's driving the car round the track at the average speed, as Ted Kravitz said, at like 165 mile an hour in that race. And you're radioing him saying, well, you, he shouldn't be thinking about what tires or when he's got a pit. 
Like they were saying, some people were saying it's good because the driving can feel the car. But I'm thinking, is that do they really need that stress? Yeah, it's a bit weird, man. It's like weird. I, I don't know why. Although to be fair, though, I wouldn't say Ferrari made like a a wrong strategy. Like a, it wasn't it wasn't chaos by them today. Like it just the race went the right the way that it went because Max is so quick. Like I don't think they fucked up. The thing the is, the race was building for the last five laps, and annoyingly, we finished under a safety car. But them last five, six laps or whatever it was is when Leclerc's tyres would have been running long. So everyone, do you remember? Because he was trying to do 40 laps on mediums. Yeah, they were saying he had to make up a second a lap or something like that. And yeah. it, he was only making up like a tenth of a lap. Yeah, their original plan was to pit on lap 34 with mediums and they had to get six, ex, six extra laps. But we didn't make it to that part of the race, did we? And everyone was saying they should have stopped under a red flag and then done a standing start. What do you think to that? Uh, no, nah, that would have been too much. It, it went. What? You'd rather finish under a safety car than, than no, restart the race? No, absolutely not. But like they said, like you have to be fair this year because of all this shit that went on at the end of last year. If they start fucking about, like the only way that you would red flag a race is if there was like debris on the track. But there was wasn't. a car on the track. Yeah, but they were moving it. Yeah, but like mate, it, didn't, it was it didn't, in the race. It didn't have to go to a red flag. Okay, my personal opinion would be that they should red flag it any time that happens at the end of race. The race should never under, end under a safety car. And that should just be a known thing. And by that being a known <laughs> thing, every race would be the same. Like, yeah. you'd always get an ending and it would be fair across the board because it would start It's now. not very fair though. Why? Because if you've got like a like someone who is like 10 seconds ahead of whoever's in second place, yeah, but then there's a safety car and they bunch up and then that person in second has a chance to go for, for first again. Yeah, but bro, it's that's exactly the same fair. thing as a safety car happening. It would just have to be a known thing. It's, that, what you're just saying happens when a normal safety car comes out. There's nothing they can do about it. It's just unlucky. But if this was a known thing as well, I reckon if you put it down to the drivers... But imagine getting to the last lap, bro. Yeah, but mate, you've imagine been, how been thrilling it would race. be every time. Everyone at home would love race. it. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fucking... Obviously, I'd love it. It'd be unreal. Like, I wish but they would have done it today. I actually think the drivers but would I don't love think it as it, well. I don't think it's fair. No, yeah, but I think the drivers would love it as well. Because listen, everyone in them cars... I don't care. Yeah, they want to get points for their yeah, team. Yeah, everyone else apart from Max. Max is winning every single race. So if you ask Max, I reckon he, even he's he not would love it. love it. I know, mate. He still starts on pole. Yeah, because everyone in them cars doesn't want to come second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. They all want to be number one. So if you bunch that pack back up, not one of them drivers is going to not want to have the chance to potentially jump to the front within a small period. Yeah, like, imagine how open every race would be. It would be absolutely <laughs> crazy. It would be fucking nuts. Maybe you should write into the FIA and tell Ross Braun you want a job. <laughs> and it's just, if they just introduced it across the board where if there was a they'd have to have a limit like so you'd have to have at least like two racing laps I think because one would be silly because the first lap everyone would just crash because you wouldn't even have warm tyres you'd have to be like a minimum if there's two laps left you could red flag it you could do a two lap sprint the first one would be the warm up and then you'd have one lap of everyone absolutely trying to get around everyone like a go-kart race Ross Braun's coming on the pod it would be Ross we were scouring the Sky Sports footage earlier to try and see the bit, bit, bit where we met Ross Braun out in um, the Dutch Grand Prix we saw the back of our we heads. met Ross Braun just <laughs> <laughs> I just, lying. just, no, just sit with it for a minute. When you were shaking his hand, and I came over to you, and I saw you shaking his hand, I didn't know who he was, and then I looked up, and he's, he's actually quite tall. You came over my shoulder. You said, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I told him to turn around to whisper. I said, "It's fucking Ross Brown." <laughs> so I went, "Oh, you're Ross. Nice to meet you." Shook his hand. He was so smiley, wasn't he? He was an absolute dude, and I am putting it out there now. If anyone knows Ross Brown, please tell him to come on the pod because. 
we were so caught up in the moment on that grid that we just didn't even think to ask Ross Braun, <laughs> who was standing in front of us, just shook my hand. Didn't even think to ask him to come on the pod. Such a, a missed opportunity. But maybe we're not ready yet. I would love Ross Braun on, but I don't think we're ready yet, to be honest with you, mate. I don't think... I don't <laughs> to be think... fair, though, are we ready for anything ever? No. Well, I it only, just happens. I only learned today, this is breaking news to me, and I'm happy to admit it, okay? For the last until now, I didn't fucking realise that Zach Brown isn't <laughs> McLaren's team principal. <laughs> I messaged Zach Brown on Instagram trying to get him on the pod. And I thought he was McLaren's team principal. And I didn't even realize. He was on the TV today, didn't they? They, they tuned oh in. To, what's his name? Adam Siegel or some, something like that. Yeah, he, what's his he, name? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, this is so bad. I should know it. It's like Adam Siegel. What, the McLaren that? principal? Yeah. I don't know his name. And it was on the pit wall and it came up and it came up and I saw the realisation in your face because his name came up and then it said team principal at the bottom or team boss. And then it took you like five seconds to process it and you were like, I thought Zach Brown was the team. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm so gutted. I'm so gutted because I've thought that for so long, but I'm going to admit it for the Formula One fans listening that are also new. That's something we should probably say, by the way. Listenership, listenership is still skyrocketing. Remember that we are still new. There might be some people that have jumped in. And been yeah, like, we need these to guys constantly keep reminding people that. Like, we are new fans. We started watching at the beginning of this year, just two best mates sat on a sofa. Like, <laughs> we don't, we do get a lot wrong. So, oh, yeah. Just, you know what happened the other day? That what? photo I put on Instagram that, that our guest today helped us acquire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a sick photo. Me and Fab uploaded a picture on at Jake Boys. Go follow up my Instagram with Nick DeVries. Mate, I absolutely blown it. I left it up for ages and I tagged um, I tagged Mercedes and Aston Martin because obviously in FB1 he was driving for Aston Martin. And then like there was loads you, of comments and they were all like, Williams. you didn't even tag Williams, the team that he's actually driving for. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that's funny. How did I get that so bad? Pit stop. That's the way that it goes. <laughs> right, I'm just going to reel off some shit for you right now. Oh, what, your notes? Oh, Fab's notebook. We have some facts. Wrong <laughs> Monda. We have some fab. We have some fabs. We have some facts <laughs> from Fabs Notebook here at Monza. Thanks, Jake, for the amazing intro. <laughs> You're not leaving that. <laughs> yeah, we fucking are. Surely not. Alonso <laughs> out of the race. Yeah, that was a sad moment. He wasn't happy, was he? He was not happy. Overheating. Well, the radiator was leaking. There was a drop of water pressure. Mm. I've got here radiator leak with a question mark. Well, I, well, ask me then. I'll confirm what happened. Uh, Jake's notebook. We're going to tune in. We're going to go down to Jake on the pit wall right now with Jake's notebook. Hello, Jake. Hi, Fab. Yeah, it's really loud down here. Um, you know, the cars have just been coming in. It's absolutely chaos down here. Word from the uh, Alpine pit wall is that he's got a radiator leak, meaning the water's coming out, losing pressure. Engine is unable to fulfill full power. And they have decided to retire the car to prevent further damage. Back to you, Fabs. Thank you, Jake. Uh, so there we have it from Jake's notebook. It was a radiator <laughs> leak. Straight on two. Stroll out of the race. Lap 41. Both Aston Martins were out by this point because Sebastian Vettel actually retired earlier in the race. And I didn't write it down. I believe Sebastian Vettel. Well, we can come back to me. I've actually got the Vettel notes here. Um, yellow flag lap 12. Vettel went out. It was a power unit failure. Um, and it created a pit window for five of the 20 cars. Oh, yeah, stopped, we had a virtual safety car. Which created an early pit window. 
And that's where Leclerc pitted and Verstappen said, fuck that, I don't even need to. And he just kept going and did another double the laps that they'd pitted for. Oh, he did. Yeah, he stayed out. And he? I was like, oh, my God. Every lap, I was like, how many more laps is this guy going to do? Yeah, he like, was absolutely f- And he was still by. setting the fastest lap. And like, he almost, he actually, um, rumor has it, I only heard this uh, recently through an inside source. Apparently, he actually took off at one point. Yeah, I saw going him fly. so quick. I saw him fly. Apparently, the car came at least three meters off the ground, <laughs> and he flew through the air. Yeah, I know. And then came down. Yeah, it only happened once. It's crazy. Some, a few what people are you have said. About? A few people have said it happened twice, but I only have. I, <laughs> I learned something else once. today as well. Yeah, Mick Schumacher did a sick overtake on Latifi. Is that what you heard? No, I learned something else today. What did you, oh, what did you learn? Yeah, well, you know you always say that different tyres are like different, um, if in different places, they'd be different ones. Compounds, Like a yeah. soft would be a different soft, like a C1, C2 kind yep. of thing. I don't know what all them mean yet. But I noticed that they weren't, what I couldn't figure out is Signs wanted, it might not have been Signs, it could have been someone else, but some, I think it was Signs was on hards at one point. I think he started on mediums and went to hards to the end of the race, Signs. And what happened was, is do you remember he radioed in in like lap 40 or something like that? And he was like, I want the softs because they go long. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. I found it really interesting that they'd all planned all these strategies and obviously none of their simulations or what they ever imagined for the tyres were right because no one was able to do what they wanted to do. It's hotter, I think. But you always, idols, my assumption would be that a hard tyre will just always go longer and then throughout the race, as it degrades slower, you'll have a better tyre towards the end. Yeah. And a soft is just like a thinner hard, so it can't go as far because it will all... It's not just thinner, it's actually softer. So, what so it I'm gives saying you more grip. Like, this is like a really basic question, but obviously a hard tire is thicker and bigger than a soft, isn't it? Because there's more to it. No, uh, the, the compound that is made of is just tougher. So it will burn away it, slower. Less, yes. So the so you'll get more laps out of it. Yes. So why were they able to get significantly more laps out of a so not like more than a hard, but like good laps out of a soft here that they couldn't normally? Like why was the soft so good here today? Uh, yeah. Because I just couldn't figure yeah. out why everyone good wanted it. Good fucking question. I don't know So either. let's think about it. Like, it well, must why, be. It, the only the heat, thing, the track heat? Well, yeah, of course. That will have a big thing. But like, surely you would know roughly how hot it's going to be. I think there's more things to it than that. The, the track heats up when the cars go around. So they, they only know what the track, like the temperature of the track is. And then when they go out, it's going to get hotter it's and hotter. It's interesting. They do FP1, FP2. It's going to be similar weather over them days. I think it's also something to do with, isn't every track, some of them are obviously used all year round, some of them aren't used, some of them have them little bumps, like, I remember they were saying about, like, I think it was Imola, like, they, they had to, they couldn't use softs for long, 
because of all the curbs and everything. Like if I imagine Miami is a completely perfect flat tra- track, but like here might, because it's new. If they're like older tracks, maybe the tires. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The yeah. ground might degrade it quicker as well. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure on that. And also braking points. If you're stuck in traffic, you're gonna have to brake more. Speaking There's so of much like points, to tires yeah. that I really want to get. We should get a tire expert on it. Like an actual tire expert. <laughs> fucking had one on. Did we? Callum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I know what you mean. We could get one of the guys from like the Pirelli team. Yeah, to come on and like that guy, there was that There was that guy in a Red Bull garage or, or was it Alfa Romeo? Yeah, it was Alfa Romeo and um, they were like, oh yeah, he's been working in there for like 400 years or something crazy. Oh, like, yeah. He's just worked. He literally just does the tires in that tent. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get him on because that'll be a great chat because I'd love to fully understand how the tires work why they use different ones where they use different ones and like i'd also like to ask about the old tires because you know they used to have like a super soft like that purple one you yeah. see on drive survive and ask if we can get one yeah yeah let's see what we can get he's okay. the guy isn't it he's, the, the, he's <laughs> the man back to the I'm fucking send it back drawing to board notebook. Back to Fab's notebook. Yep. Okay, so yeah, Mick Schumacher, sick overtake on Latifi, wheel to wheel. Yeah, talking about Brett, you with the brakes earlier, Mick Schumacher did an unbelievable overtake. Where he locked up and then on went the TV. And he locked up. And at that point, you think he's absolutely fucked it because it looked like he was going to go into the side of Latifi. And then on the TV, they said it, I think it was Lazenby, he said he just took his foot off the pad, off the brake. Mm. And he just turned, and it just turned instantly. And then Latifi turned. But then Latifi took him straight back, though. Yeah. But then, but then Mick, Mick took him straight him back straight again. Back. So that was uh, phenomenal to watch. It's nice to see Latifi get a bit of action for once. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I mean? He's like he doesn't normally get in many battles, so that was nice to see. I would love to see Latifi do one of his, you know, FP3 performances again and get in there. But I'm I'm not sure whether he's going to be here at the end of the season. So we've just got to make the most of Gotifi for now. To be honest, man. If Nick DeVries can go and do that on his first race, like what does that say about a TV? Like, what did they say? He had he had led more la- he had done more laps in the points in that race than Latifi had done in the whole season. The thing is, though, they said that was what they said, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was with, on the ninth on the ninth lap. They said. <laughs> They said that Nick DeVries has got more laps in the top 10 in nine laps than Latifi has done all season. So he did it in nine laps. But I struggle with it because this is still a driver that is definitely one of the best drivers in the world. Do you just think for Latifi, it's like, it doesn't work in that car. Like, it's just not for me. Like, for example, no. Latifi could maybe go to Formula <clears throat> E and win. Like, by a yeah. mile. Yeah. Do you reckon yeah. it is, could just be the car can't get used to it? And I'm going to use Daniel Ricciardo as an example. Obviously, the car's a big thing, but like, look what Albon does, like week in, week out. He's been on the points a lot. Mm. Yeah, it's I don't Latifi, know. Just Latifi, because like, if it was any other driver, they are like literally within a second of each other. But when you see Latifi's time on TV, he's pretty like even in qualifying, he's normally like two and a half seconds behind everyone else. Mm. And there's there's plenty more drivers in the world who are amazing and could fill that spot and probably get better times. So. Yeah, well, we'll just have to see. But like, I think Obviously, he's amazing. Obviously, he's an amazing that's, driver. That's what I find crazy, though, isn't it? It's like, this guy is amazing, but it's like, you're still like a bit behind everyone else, but maybe you'd be better somewhere else. He mm. might go and smash some other former driver, and I'm not sure. He could do rally, he could do IndyCar, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. Put some creds on um, George Russell as well. Let's put some creds on George mm, Russell because that Mercedes sure. is not the fastest car on the grid. It's been battling today. Like, then both Mercedes were in a lot of battles today. 
and he finished third. He starts second, but you know, for Verstappen and Leclerc, are not expected to, but they're in better cars than Russell. So yeah. to be third there is a very good result. He held off signs, you know, signs didn't get him. It would have been interesting towards the end of the race. And did you hear that bit where Ferrari radioed into signs? I haven't actually got this written down, but I've just been reminded it. Where Ferrari guy radioed into signs and went, okay, just keep doing what you're doing. Looking good. Um, you know, think it's, uh, Perez is Russell's so much behind or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or he's in front. And then the Sky guys, that's what Ferrari said to signs. And the Sky guys were like, that's a really strange thing for the Ferrari pit crew to tell him because he's losing time. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, they, he like, was losing lied time to him to in a way or like didn't get it right. And wasn't it signs who said he wanted to come in? Um, maybe I can't remember I, I can't remember know. exactly what happened there but that was really really strange I wasn't sure whether they just got it wrong but when they did all come in under that under that actual safety was it the safety car where a lot of the drivers came in I've actually got it here sorry Ferrari telling signs his pace is really good lap 29 but the Sky commentators told us he's losing a second a lap to George Russell so and that's when he came out on the hards and he had no grip so he, was, so he was saying that he's losing time on the hards that he's just gone on. And they were saying, no, it's fine, you're not. Weird. Very strange. Weird stuff going on. Very strange. There. And that's when Leclerc pitted on um, lap 34 to come out and soft. So Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Oh, we got big news, guys. Something big happened today. Oh. We got sign-off. We, <laughs> yeah. We had we, some sign-off. We have been given the go-ahead. We've been given the go-ahead by one of the biggest, most prestigious, amazing, beautiful Formula One teams in the world to film with an absolute legend. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be crazy. So get ready. And also, maybe there are talks of a few other people as well. Oh, my God. There's chances we could be on a plane next weekend to be somewhere else. And that is another story to what we've just been talking about now. Yeah, that's a completely so, other story. And we've got a guest Tuesday. And we've got a guest Wednesday. Yeah. So and the, we're all, I've already booked guests for the next week. The moral of the story is, don't sleep on this podcast because it's about to get fucking fired. I reckon me and you sound really tired in today's app. Yeah, maybe. We probably do. We've had a long day. We've had a race. We've Mate, had It's been a long weekend. We went podcast. out Friday night. We were celebrating 20k subs. Yep. Didn't get a lot of sleep. Shots, singing 80s music. It was good. It I had was, a great night. night. I, I yeah, we went to a different place than normal. Yeah, Jack's Bar in um, Brixton in London. Jack's Jack's Bar. Was it Jack's Bar? Nope. What was it called? Uh, the Old Blue Last. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was called Blue's Kitchen. Blue's Kitchen. That's it. Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Jack's Bar. Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Where did Jack's Bar come from? That's in Chelsea. God, that's been a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Lap forty-eight, Ricardo out of the race. We know this. Mm. Yeah, that safety car thing wasn't wasn't quite like how you want it to end obviously i think we need to resolve it full safety car russell in the pits signs in the pits leclerc in the pits max in the pits devries didn't pit because why do that just hold on to ninth let's it put was, the notes away now I think it was really interesting because it's quite boring here and us will talk off our you, notes you love tires so much yeah and uh what i noticed was when they came in when everyone came in for that pit for the safety car both Ferrari drivers came in. Carlos went on softs, and they were brand new softs. Leclerc went on softs, but they were scrubs. Mm -hmm. And I can only assume scrubs means they've been used in quality. Yeah, or so FB1. I wonder what the difference is in those two. Like, what's the time difference or the, the life distance? So, 
uh, I'm going to answer this Jake's from notebook. what I would imagine is correct. I would say that it, they were coming on for the end of the race, right? They came on in case it went back to a red. And yes. they'd only have like seven laps left or yep. whatever it was. Because they, I would say a scrub set is probably better. Because with a, for like seven laps. Because if it's a brand new tyre, you've still got that first layer. You've got to warm it up and get the tyre ready to grip. But I feel like, yeah, for the, example, the a fire. Still be cold, a fire is easier to light if it's like just been lit or been lit before. I think. You really think that? Yeah, like I feel like they have to really warm the tyre up. That first layer is going to take a little while to quite mould in. Whereas one no, that's because got a couple all, of the whole compound is, is the same. Better. The whole co- the compound but is still the same. If the tyre's got a little through. bit of damage, it's going to have a few indents on it. Like it will grip the floor better than a completely soft one. Yeah, I think. I think you're better off coming out on scrubs. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'd love to hear we, how wrong I am. I wish it wasn't like really late because otherwise we could, and it wasn't a Sunday because we could probably call up fucking Callum right now and ask him. What time is it? It's nine thirty here. So if they're in Milan still, it's ten thirty. Yeah, it's too late. They'll be out. Could Been amazing for stabbing five wins in him. a row. Nah, nah, let's leave them to it. We haven't left them Red Bull, Red Bull boys alone, have we? <laughs> True. To be fair, they haven't fucking left us alone as well. Oh, so a it's a two-way street. And they sat next to each other. When when you guys watch it, obviously, um, Brad and Callum, when you see them on TV, look at the Red Bull garage. They always fucking sat with each oh, other. Yeah, it was ledge. <laughs> Imagine cool there was just two more chairs next to them. I wonder if... It was um, just Jacob. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were saying, we were saying, weren't we? Like, I bet Red Bulls sat them like that up because they, <laughs> when they're seen on TV, they two are like the celebs. Oh, that would be so funny. I can't believe it. Callum's, Callum's Instagram, he's got like 108,000 followers now. Yeah, he's I mean, he was massive brilliant. already and he's an amazing guy, so he's going to get there, but it's just that our video of him obviously went huge and a lot of people have said that they loved seeing people behind the scenes. Man, that video is still growing. Uh, the Ferrari one with the the Ferrari lads, that is growing like crazy. You guys are just going absolutely mad. And all the comments that you guys have left on the YouTube videos have all mainly been super positive. Yeah, everyone's, be, everyone's you been You get a few stray awesome. ones. You but get a like few stray cats popping. Like 99% of the comments are unreal. So yeah. thank you guys. The only strays are from people that don't know we're new. Like you say, we just need to keep reminding people we're new and then we'll be safe. Yeah, yeah. Or people who just don't like gum chewing in their ear as well. Yeah. <laughs> that is really annoying though. Yeah. But apart from that, no, they've all been great. So thank you. It's probably also really important to tell you guys that we just did guest month and you guys loved it. But without like intentionally realizing to, we've kind of just entered into another little guest period now, haven't we? Like, because there's a break, but we've got all these guest books that we're going to, we've actually got <laughs> too many episodes with guests we, to get them into the gaps. We so need gonna, to be careful because we're going to have fuck all to talk about over Christmas. We've, yeah, we've <laughs> we actually get all the overbooked. We've literally overbooked so hard, but we've got, we're going to have so many banked episodes with so many amazing guests. Yeah. Like, yeah, because obviously we still need to put out the race ones. We're going to have an F1 driver banked because we can't get him out. <laughs> There's too many episodes of other people. Love it. That is a big problem to have. <laughs> a great problem to have. We'll be okay. I think um, the more that we learn about the sport, the more that we realise there's more people that we want to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. more that we learn who does what. Like, oh, that guy's actually a really interesting guy. And he's funny. And he does this. And so like, we could just... Those episodes would be sick. That's like, a great idea, actually, because we're only figuring out people we should get on by hearing from other people or learning more. Mate, think about who we want to get on now after who we met in the paddock at Zanvor. There's so many more people that yeah. I want to get on now just because they're up like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm sick. actually really keen to get the tyre guy. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Well, I'd love to know that. I'm sure they want to come on. But if we've met that Even small someone from the FIA. Of, yeah. That, <laughs> uh, if we've met this small amount of people, 
to the listeners at home, anyone you think we should get on the pod, on Instagram, our account's at pitstop. And our password is... <laughs> just ping over like their Instagram handle and say why we should get them on the pod. DM us um, and just tell us who we should get and why. Because they might have some ideas for people that we haven't even thought of. Yeah, people do say actually sometimes when you read, like if you can read some of the comments and that, some people do like mention a few people. But it's normally like... <laughs> Get Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Get Verstappen. <laughs> it fucking kills when people do that. When you upload a video of anyone and then people are like, oh, get Max Verstappen. As, know, if, as then, if I can just DM Max Verstappen. But then we just go and get the Ferrari boys. Like, do you know what I mean? So Pete, I, there, honestly, there's nothing off bounds. Like, but we never would have got that like off our own bat. Like we didn't message them and we're like, yo, Carlos and Leclerc, do you fancy jumping up that? True. I hope one day we can, but this was an amazing opportunity for a brand. Like yeah. imagine... But to be fair, to, actually, some of the people we got coming on have come from DMs. Like, when you think about the ones and... Oh, it's the best way to reach out. And, oh, wait, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. What, are you talking about the WhatsApp with said person the who WhatsApp. then gave me another number for another WhatsApp for another said person? Yes. Who then gave me an email address? Yes. And the person who is driving for next year. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Okay. And him replying to oh, me right. on yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm real, man. Wow. God, I wish <laughs> these people knew what we were going on. Like, <laughs> it must be so exciting like, not knowing. we got to leave it. This is Pit Stop, right? The best part of the Pit Stop podcast is always the end bit. That The best part of our podcast is always the end bit because you're like, I can't fucking wait for these guys to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. What? People like us. Do you think? Nah. To be fair, we have very good positive feedback from people. We do. Um, yeah, we really do. I DM'd Christian Horner and they asked him if he wants to come on the pod. What did he say? No reply yet. Oh, really? No reply yet, but you've got to send the message, haven't you? Yeah. Mark Webber messaged you a couple of times now. Have you really? Yeah. Not happening? <laughs> nah, nothing who, yet. Who else are we after? Uh, let's try to check. <laughs> no, to be fair, we're after so many people. Guys, send us who you think we should get on... Um, at pit stop not gonna lie what's the time oh my god this episode needs to be up in an hour and a half i am absolutely shattered after this race weekend we have got we are filming tuesday wednesday thursday friday next week with guests we've just done one tonight to be fair we put all that energy into the episode we filmed before this one we we blown it we should have done this one first yeah I think this was good. This was a good episode. Well, how long is I'm it Because I'm on the sofa the other side. I can't see the laptop. How long have we been chatting shit for? Uh, around 38 minutes. I'm sat here in a blanket full and asleep, man. Yeah, look like, at my eyes. For a minute there, I completely forgot we were even filming. I was That's just good. staring That's at you. good to know that everyone knows this is pure natural content from the heart. Uh, and that's what you get when you tune into the Pit Stop Podcast. But let's so, not finish on a down note like that, Fab. That oh, was very boring. What is going on that here? That was then? very boring. What is going on here? Fab, I would like you to tell the people how ex- <laughs> what are they to expect from the Pit Stop Podcast in the gap before Singapore. You ready? We can't spill that news coming No, on. not who's coming on, but just tell the people like uh, the quick summary of how exciting it's going to be. You need to strap in because, oh my God, we are launching like a rocket into this gap, guys. We are going to have some epic guests coming up. You're actually not going to believe the levels that we are on. So strap in, sit down, tell your friend, tell your mum, tell your dog, tell everyone about Pit Stop because it's about to get fucking real.
as far as I can go. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, guys. Thank you very much for joining us on the Pit Stop Podcast. Have an amazing week. Um, loads of bonus episodes come from us. Follow our socials at Pit Stop. Rate the podcast five stars. Hit the follow button. And we'll be back with a guest in our next episode. A guest in the one after it. A guest in that one. And then I'd, we probably might run out. But yeah. Guys. Enjoy it while it's here, guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy it while it lasts. Mm, 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 mm. Enjoy it while it lasts. Mm, mm, mm. Is that a real song? Mm, 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 Have you just made that up? I see you standing there. Enjoy it while it lasts. Mm, mm, I hope whatever girl you're talking to at the minute listens to this episode. Why? <laughs> no, just... no, I always think that. Yeah, yeah, they're going to listen to that. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, <laughs> that bit's not staying in. Bye. Powered by Spirit Studios.